Welcome back to the Next Up podcast, everyone. This is the March, even though we're late, Dustin. That's my fault. I got sick on the first time. We are still in March. That's and right. I tried to tell him that no pain, no gain to power through, but I, I didn't get a, I didn't get any positive feedback from that. Nope, but we have an exciting episode for you today. That's so, right. We're talking about perspective is important today. And um, since we're pastors, we made it start with P, the perspective principle. You like that, Dustin? Ooh, ooh I like that. That's really good. That's like, that's like preaching level, you yeah. know, not, not difficult, but well, medium difficulty. Well, random, random, random thought. Have you ever noticed that P's are often the easiest ones to work with? There seems to be a lot of P words. That's right. And you can really make them punch. It's really possible. It's really perspective. Po- it's really possible. Principle. That's right. And then when you get really preachy, I think P's sound good too. Yeah. People like that. All right. So we could, we have this. lost all listeners at this point. We could do this 30 all seconds in and they're gone. <laughs> all right. So, Here's 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 kind of how we had this idea, Dustin, and we can we will certainly expound on this a little bit before we kind of jump in of of how to gain a different perspective. Um, number one is perspective is important. Um, I think a lot of times what we do, Dustin, is we get into a spot and we look at it from one angle, and we get so settled in looking at process processes, systems, people, or the whole organization, whatever it may be, but we're looking at it from one angle. We're looking at it from our seat, and so we get so settled into that perspective that we lose sight of everything else, and so we may miss um, someone else's perspective and the way somebody else views us or the organization because we've become so comfortable where we are. And so one of the things that we have to do is we have to kind of back up and and look. Otherwise, we're going to miss so many holes. We're going to miss so many things that we need to be doing. Or even even more so, we could have like a public, like as far as a church goes, a church could have a public perception that's completely Mm -hmm. different from from the perception that I have from my perspective. And so anyway, so we want to talk about today, how do we broaden that? How do we open ourselves up to seeing other perspective and other people's perspective, a lot of P words, and how do we, how do we back up so that we can um, appropriately um, gauge what needs to change, what, we, what needs to be better, what we're doing right, and uh, what we're doing wrong. And Dustin, before we kind of jump into the solutions to this, I thought it would be kind of cool. I love the story. I actually put this story in the next uh, book. This is kind of an old proverb. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about the blind men and the elephant. And a lot of people have heard this, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to read part of it just to kind of see, uh, so you can kind of see where we're coming from. And uh, th- I think this is a great illustration of this. Um, it basically talks about um, there were these blind men, and they were all um, around an elephant. It says the first one approached the elephant and uh, rub, put his hand on his side, and he says, uh, this elephant's like a wall. So the second blind man walks up, puts his elephant on the tusk, and says, it's like a spear. The third uh, blind man approaches the elephant um, and puts his hand um, on uh, on the, on his knee, and he says, "Wow, you know, elephants are, are kind of like kind of like trees. They they're, they feel like a tree trunk." And so, basically, it, the story goes on. But basically, the idea is that depending on where we're sitting, we're going to see things, or we're going to feel things, or we're going to sense things differently. And so as leaders, I really believe one of the jobs that we have to do is we have to back up so that we can see things from a broader perspective. And so we can see things that aren't just our agenda or aren't just what's in front of us, but we can see the broader, um, the broader issue. So we're going to talk about today, how do we do that? How do we back up a little bit? 
That's right. And so the first one that we're going to talk about, is, which leads right actually from that story, is uh, number one, back up to see something differently. You have to sometimes take a sometimes a strong step back so that you can better comprehend, um, visualize, maybe uh, brainstorm, maybe do that with a group of people. But you have to back up to see the whole picture, uh, much like in the men of the story, because they were looking at just their snapshot. Um, you completely miss out on what else is there. Yeah. And that's a, you know, and you're, you're looking myopically instead of, I don't know what the opposite of myopic is, um, but you're looking don't know. at the, Quit using don't know. Words. That is, that was a big word. That was kind of a slip, but, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and my thought here, Dustin is, um, how do you, how do you do that? How do you kind of back up? Well, first off the blind men, I guess, couldn't back up cause they still couldn't see it. But, um, you know, had they been able to see the whole thing in view, they would have had to back up. And, you know, one of my thoughts here is I think it's important for, for leaders, no matter what you're leading, no matter what you're doing, even for parents for that matter, um, is to put themselves in a, um, in a different place. A lot of times different surroundings, um, a lot of times a different location, even if you go on like a retreat, a lot of times that can be your, your way of backing up. That can be your way of, uh, kind of broadening your horizons because when you move to a different location or when you go on a retreat, you, you're able to think about things more holistically because you're not mired down in the details as much. And so that would be one of my things is, is retreat, get away, go to a different location. Um, you know, you often hear, I read a thing the other day that talked about how productivity and when you're at a coffee shop really does go up for people because hmm. their surroundings are different. They have this, and it also mentioned like the white noise of the coffee shop. But the biggest thing is their surroundings are different. And so you remove yourself from your surroundings and you're not interrupted and you can just kind of see things differently. Yeah. Uh, I think as a, as a leader, what I, what comes to mind too, um, you know, is certainly of course is, is change in atmosphere, change in location. Um, but also it could be collecting viewpoints of different peoples. I think what's interesting about the blind man's story is if there was a third party you know, if there was somebody else who was taking this data, because that's really what leadership feels like a lot of times is, is you're, you're, you know, you're kind of leading in the, in the dark, you know, you don't exactly know where you're going. You're going off of your gut. Um, you're, you're calling things as you see them or as you, as you experience them in them in the moment. But if you have that third party and that's really what a good leader is supposed to do, is supposed to yeah. kind of sit above the clouds, take all of this incoming data, put it together into a coherent uh, understandable format and then to say, well, you guys are thinking this, but I know that, you know, elephants are very strong things with, you know, tree light legs and tusks. And this, so this is actually what you guys are seeing. You can't see that though, because you're either too close or, or it's too cloudy or, or whatever in the moment. So I think, um, you know, if, if you are a leader, maybe the reason that you are having a perspective problem is because you're having to go too deep on some things. Um, I think Jonathan and I both yeah. have experienced this in our leadership where we have to dive down into something. And this this goes into family life. This goes into your marriage. I think there can be a you know case made about a lot of this into raising kids. But sometimes when you go down deep, you can you can kind of lose yourself amongst the weeds. And so sometimes you need to pull yourself back, you know, have a have a conversation with you and your spouse or you and your coworkers or, you know, if you're not the leader, have a conversation with the leader and maybe yeah. your perspective isn't the right one because the leader is seeing the, the true picture, even though you're just working on a small corner. Yeah. And, and that really does lead us, Dustin, um, directly to, um, the, the next point and that's hire an outsider. 
you know, not not everyone listening to this podcast is necessarily going to need um, need the outsider um, or be able to hire an outsider. But but one of the things, especially in the church world, is you can hire like a secret shopper or something like that, somebody who can yeah. kind of come in and can just see things not because one of the thing, tendencies we do, Dustin, is when we come up with an idea, we tend to see less problems in that idea. And so by hiring an outsider, we can have someone come in, they're unbiased, they don't have any notions about how this came about. Um, and so they I always think to, that I always think that all of my ideas are great. So are you saying that all of my ideas have not been great? No, you're the one exception to this, Dustin. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, that was about to be an awkward, awkward moment on the next up podcast. And so, and so, anyway, about but, to hear, about to hear a grown man cry. That, that that might be more entertaining than what we're doing. Um, That's right. But uh, hiring an outsider, a lot of times, what they can do is they can come in, and and, and most um, businesses, most fields have people like this that can come in, they can view things, they can look at. Um, you know, even things like your decor, how your rooms are set up, you know, your processes, yeah. your systems, how you're interacting with people, how you're interacting with employees, um, you know, all of those things. And, and that, that really does give you another perspective. And that person is hired. And so you as a leader um, don't have to take as much responsibility for kind of blowing stuff up if need be, because you can say, listen, we hired this guy and this is, you know, this is kind of what, um, what they think uh, doesn't as podcast listeners may or may not know, I have recently moved locations and jobs. And one of the things that uh, I did when I came in is I kind of made a list of things that I immediately saw. Um, I don't, didn't feel like I quite had um, the uh, influence to tell people about those things, but things that I immediately saw that I thought could uh, use, a, uh, use a change. And so, you know, sometimes hiring a new person, allowing them to get honest about things and how, how they see things, that could help too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think a live example from this, from, from our perspective is, um, you know, we work for church. Uh, we're wanting to, uh, I guess I'd say up, update, you know, rethink some of our lighting for our stage to, you know, just to, um, update things. We've been in this building for about eight or nine years now. And so, uh, out of, out of all of the different perspective of what needs to happen, um, we've decided that, you know, Hey, why don't we, why don't we look for somebody, pay for their time to come in and coach us. And maybe it needs to be more than one and say, Hey, what, you know, this is our budget. This is where we want to go. Um, you know, we've been here. This is, this is where we've been, you know, and so to, to take all yeah. of that information that really can get kind of muddled and, and truth be told, even with our conversations in amongst staff here has, you know, gotten to really, uh, I guess a, a hard place of not knowing what to do. It's just, you know, Hey, we want to make the best decision, use the best resources or use our resources the best rather. And, uh, so, so this is actually a live, a live thing. And so I think yeah. definitely hiring an outsider yet again, to use marriage as a thing, maybe it is to find another couple, certainly maybe not have to hire them. Certainly a counselor could be that, but maybe that it's finding another couple that's, um, that's older and more wise and been through some stuff. And so yet again, it's, you know, this, this is one of those that's, uh, this is just life skill. I think this is life wisdom. Certainly has place in leadership and in the workplace, but also in your private life. Yeah, and I think too, um, you know, uh, the older an organization gets, the more important this stuff becomes. Because, like you said, you know, you're at, you're at the place where you don't really know what to do, and and part of the That's reason right. is because you haven't had a lot of coming and going, and and the organization's at a point um, on the timeline where um, a lot of the people that have been there have been there for a while, so they've tried a lot of things, and so you know, it's even more important at that point. Um, you know, cause, cause, um, what you see, you're never going to, what you don't, what you never see, you're never going to change. And so, you know, if you have the same people that are viewing things from the same perspective in the same way, 
things are never going to change because you've never been able to see. That's right, because if you're surrounded by people that all think that you're right, even if right. you're not being successful at something. Well, and they and they know um, and they know the backstory of how that stuff got there too. So they know how the yeah. I, and there might be personal personal buy-in there. Do you always even though have, it's not working anymore? Yeah. Do you always have for church? Do you always have offering after the second song? Well, so and so remembers why you why you did that, or and and they just kind of own that. And so they they don't have the ability to back up and get that stuff out of their mind and say, okay, maybe there's a better way. Um, and so what you never see, you you will never change. And so it's important to get a different perspective. All right, number three, and I think this is probably um, the last one, Dustin, is uh, do a survey. And I think um, one of the things that we often forget is, especially in the church world and um, in, in, in your nonprofit, in your, in your business, um, try, to, try to get a cross-section of what people are thinking. Trends tend to happen for a reason. And so if, if, if you're able to do a survey, if you're able to survey your congregation once a year and say, look, these are some things that, that we did this year. What did you think? Or these are some things we're thinking about doing. What do you think? Then you can kind of mm-hmm. get a cross section of, of opinions and so that you can get um, more than just the perspective. Staff perspective and employees perspective is only going to be so broad. And so sometimes you have to get people yeah. that are on the kind of the other side of that. And you can do that by doing a survey. I mean, you can do that through um, Google Forms. You can do that through, um, you know, there's there's countless survey monkey. There's countless services out there that allow you to send out a survey and uh, it'll upload those results to a spreadsheet for you. But um, but it really does help get another, um, another perspective. Yeah. What came to mind here, I think, is... Um, because I've done this. And so, you know, personal confession time there, there have been times when my perspective I felt wasn't right or, or I felt that somebody else's perspective wasn't right. And so, you know, you, you then want to, you know, Hey, let's, let's survey, let's ask people. But if you're not careful, what you will do is ask all the people who agree with you. And that's not the point of a survey. You know, survey is to find different opinions, um, and different perspective because yet again, you don't have to take everybody's, you know, opinion valid, but, you know, we've done that several times here at the church over different things of, you know, preaching styles or just, you know, service qualities or small group, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, sometimes some people, you know, are, are pretty honest and it can be a little painful, but it is what's needed for what's what's happening to be right or be done right. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I, um, that I, too, would say to that is um, if you're going to do a survey, be willing to listen to the survey. And so, you know, if you're going to survey people that don't necessarily think like you, once you put it out there that you're, you're willing to listen to them, you have to be willing to change it too. Otherwise, the second time you do it or the third time, they're going to be like, well, we've already done this and nothing's changed. So if that's, you're going to that's do right. It, so then, then you lose credibility. Yeah. And so if you, um, if you, if you're going to ask people their opinion, be willing to listen. And I think, uh, as leaders, a lot of times that's where we kind of mess that up. Um, is we ask and then we're not willing to change. <laughs> I want your opinion unless it's different from mine and that I don't want to listen. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times that is, um, a little, a little pride thing. I think a lot of times that is, um, just, uh, an unwillingness, uh, to, to, to do the work that ch- cause change requires work. And so, you know, if we're unwilling to do that, then, then people are going to get tired of that really, really quick. All right. Well, I, I mean, I think that's it, Dustin. Do you have any any final thoughts? I, I know I have um, I have one that I've written down that uh, that comes to mind. But do you have any final thoughts before we leave this? Yeah, just a quick one. Really, is what we touched on at the end. There is that humility. Um, 
I think for all three of these, you know, uh, taking a step back, if you are a leader of something or the main leader or you're wanting to work to be the main leader, uh, it's easy to think that uh, you have all the answers. Um, but that's not the case. So it takes humility to step back and to, you know, and to, and to see things from a different angle. It takes humility uh, sometimes to hire an outsider or to listen to uh, the ad- advice of an outsider. I mean, if you're in a career or you're feeling kind of stuck or your boss that you're working with isn't seeing things how uh, you feel like they need to see them, sometimes it is finding some wise counsel uh, and then listening to that wise counsel. And it may not be what you want to hear, but it may be what you need to hear. So it's being humble on that. And, you know, like Jonathan said, of uh, doing surveys and, and listening to yeah. them and, and, you know, not just saying, well, eh, you know, you know, just, just finding the ones that, that, that basically, uh, agree with you and then throwing the rest of them out as junk. Um, so I think just perspective, proper perspective takes humility. You know, a prideful perspective is not a healthy perspective. Look at it. Prod, prod, prideful perspective is not the proper perspective. You can take that home folks. <laughs> you can you can quote me on that if you would like. That is that that that's good right there. If you, that's on that's on that's on the fly I, too. That's can, hot. That's hot. Can, can I recommend pulling over if you're driving before you jot that down? Just a thought. Yes. Um, yeah. And my my final thought is um, a perspective change is up to the leader, not to the people. Um, as an employee or as um, a congregant or as a donor or whatever it is, it's not my job to change perspective and to try to see things from a different angle. But as a leader, it is. As a matter of fact, it's essential. And so like you said, Dustin, it requires humility. It requires um, being willing to being willing to go to task a little bit, being willing to not just defend your own decisions because they were your decisions, but being willing to think about the, the organization at large. Um, but as leaders, it's our job to change the perspective. Otherwise, nothing ever changes or nothing moves forward. The reason the iPhone was invented is because someone was willing to change perspective and say there can be something else here. The reason that inventions happen, the reason that innovation happens is because people are willing to change their perspective from what is to what could be. And as leaders, that's our job. That's true. Really, that really that's just vision. That's vision one one. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, everyone have a great rest of the month, and we will see you back in April. Enjoy some March Madness basketball. Love this time of year, and uh, Easter's right around the corner too. So everyone, we will see you next month. That's Toodles. right. Thanks for listening. 